Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Ordinary Detour. My name is Gibberish. And I'm Cody. No, your name is supposed to be... I'm the little... I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. So you said welcome back to Ordinary Detour. In my head, you said welcome back to Ordinary Donuts. That sounds better. No. Donuts need to be extraordinary. <laughs> ordinary donuts. Ordinary donuts doesn't sound very good. <laughs> that sounds like uh, one of those existential kind of like adult cartoon shows and all the stores are like adult, uh, not adult. <laughs> Oops. Uh, <laughs> ordinary donuts. Ordinary grocery store. And it's like, you know, just playing on the ordinary of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely correct. You know, it's not ordinary. My life. Yep. Last I checked. <laughs> um, Artemis one splashed down in the Pacific. Since when? Uh, the other day. <laughs> Sometime recently. Um, <laughs> it I, came home. That's all I know. <laughs> I think we watched it like it had streamed live earlier on like Sunday. Yesterday as of day of recording. So like Sunday <laughs> or something like that. Sounds right. But great Scott, does NASA have long live streams? My gosh, I'll pay you a thousand dollars if you can get through a full NASA live stream without your attention <laughs> straying like once. <laughs> also, shout out to all of the like gear they make. Um, the guy at the moon board, he, he, you know, he points out all this stuff all the time on this fancy TV and it moves and stuff. I call it the moon board, and I think we made fun of that before. Um, and is it the TV or is it a smart board? It literally is a it, smart board. <laughs> he uses it and I'm reminded of like the school smart boards. That's all I can think of when he's touching on his moon board. Me too, especially when he uses like the neon green pencil to like circle things. I'm like, I wish you had one of those markers. <laughs> yeah, I just they need to make a smart board and then rebrand it moon board. Very true. Um, they, did you ever have kids in your class that would write on them with like expo markers instead? No, I was like, we were like rarely able to use the smart board. That was like a uh, privilege. Yeah. Like you're, you're lucky. Like once in your <laughs> school career type deal. They used to have us, uh, volunteer to write on the smart board all the time. And boy, my hand was like a rocket. I was like, let me touch that thing. <laughs> You were the, I got it. Yeah, literally. I was like the quiet kid in class, but then I was like, hell yeah, smart board every time. <laughs> Overly enthusiastic about writing on the smart board. Got it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they, I don't know what else I was going to say about it. It's just that it came home. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We got to mock the moon board a little bit. <laughs> the smart board, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. The, NASA, please hear me. I hope someone from NASA is listening. Um, don't. Have your employees wear collared shirts and a collared jacket. That's just not a good look. That's like anti-fashion rules. <laughs> Michaela goes, she's watching it. and She's like, you know, I know they're scientists, but that is not fashion. <laughs> I know. It's like, mm, yeah, we're more concerned with science. <laughs> uh, yeah, it I'm was only just funny. Jokingly judging. I just think it's funny. Yeah. It didn't look horrible, but it did look off. It was a little odd. I will give them that. 
Like the jacket probably looks okay by itself, but to have a buttoned up collared shirt with a tie on and then to have the collars be like of the collars of the jacket be way, way off on your shoulders. It just looks so goofy. The end. Yeah. Another man had a USS Portland Artemis one hat and all the military men had uh, men and women had uh, Artemis one patches and NASA patches. And they had another Artemis One jacket that the guy with the microphone was uh, standing on the ship interviewing everyone because NASA just does like, they just interview everyone available. They're like, do you want to talk about this? And everyone's probably like, hell yeah. (laughs) Well, and even the Moonboard guy's jacket was branded. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They have so much. I don't know. It's like merch. It's so funny. I mean, it's just funny because I would also be hyping myself up that hard too, like. Look what we did, guys. <laughs> well, it's funny because Michaela just recently ordered stamps and she can't even like order the normal stamps. You got the which ones did you get? Why don't you tell James me? James Webb. The James Webb telescope stamps. Those are pretty baller stamps. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Go look at the stamps page, USPS.com. Sorry, stamps for uh, United States Postal Service. America. America, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They have some other cool stamps, but then the James Webb ones are just like extra cool. My grandma will get letters from me with the James Webb. <laughs> Can some of our Canadian listeners tell us if they have cool stamps too or if they're all boring? Good question. I learned from a coworker who uh, was born in another country that they actually write their letters differently. So it's not like return address on the top left corner and then send address in the middle. And then stamps on the top right. It was like all sorts of backwards. And I was like, I guess I never really thought about that being different. But in Canada, no, an African country. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> that in, makes more sense. I was like, Canada. I thought Canada took mail pretty much the same way. Yeah, I guess I've never sent mail um, out of Africa. So that's not something I would have known. But uh, yeah, that was interesting. Well, that makes sense for the countries that write left to right, so, or sorry, right to left, because then naturally things are going to be different. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know how they write, but. <laughs> Isn't Mandarin technically right to left? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> now I got to look it up. Yeah, look it up. What else you got? Uh, in the meantime, I have some good news back circa uh, 2019-2020 era when we were all getting concerned about the um, pandemic existing and then all of the other awful problems that came up in the news, such as murder hornets. Um, there's a good conclusion to that story, and it's called The Giant Hornets Are Not in America Anymore. So that's good. I think. There in Washington State was where they were found. And then I don't live there (laughs) and haven't lived there during the time of their announcement in the States. But I think everyone around me was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to get eaten by giant wasps. (laughs) You know, like it didn't even make logical sense to be concerned about it. And we're just concerned anyway. You know, I guess that's a good thing. Um, But also going back to the Mandarin. 
He's Chinese is normal. It's like us, uh, or like like Eng- <laughs> not normal. I guess <laughs> is is the same as English with the right to left. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, left to right writing. You know what I mean. <laughs> and then straight down the paper. Um, Taiwanese is different. So Taiwanese is top to bottom, and then right to left. That would be so confusing to learn. I feel. So you start in the rightmost column, right down, then you move to the more left column, right down. That's how you read. How do you think their text messages look? Tall? Good question. I have no idea. Like, do you think their messages go sideways on their phone instead of up and down? <laughs> yeah, I, that's a genuinely good question. I Who knows? <laughs> Taiwanese people, if you were listening, please. <laughs> Uh, DM us what your text message screen looks like. Thanks. Yes. We out here trying to learn. Just change your uh, language on your phone to Taiwanese and tell me what it does. <laughs> we have like 45 phones between the both of us, so I think we could probably spare one phone. You can do it right now. Just do it. We can spare a spare phone. <laughs> Change the language. No, do it right now. And then use our real phones to uh, translate and make sure it goes back to English. Baby. Have you ever put like your laptop in Chinese or like your phone in a different language or anything like that? No. I think one time I accidentally tried almost set up a laptop in like Japanese one time and I was like, that's not going to work. You know what does kind of drive me nuts that I wish was easier? And maybe there is an easy setting and I'm just oblivious or naive to it. I don't know. Um, But being able to speak Spanish to your phone or any other language other than English, if you have an English like primary language phone, like, for example, in Canada, English and French are like Mm -hmm. fairly frequently spoken Mm -hmm. in combination. So if you could switch between English and French or English and Spanish, English and whatever language you want, it doesn't even have to be a language. English. (laughs) Linguish. It doesn't even have to be English, um, whatever language insert here. If you could switch between two languages, like to the point where you could be like, hey, Siri, hola. (laughs) Everyone's phones just went off. (laughs) They did. Um, (laughs) Siri says she doesn't know who my wife is. That was hilarious. Sorry, I don't know who your wife is. In fact, I don't even know who you are. I don't know. I don't know if the mics picked that up. I hope so, because that was hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, that just happened. <laughs> Those are not outtakes. We're just leaving them in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you never say the S word followed by hey. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, S word. <laughs> Um, you know, Ola, those types of things, or or send a text message to Peter, and then when she's like, "What do you want to say?" Ola, como estás? Like, or whatever it is that you're saying in mm-hmm. another language. Insert other language here. Mm-hmm. She would be able to understand that. But right now, that's not a thing, at least to my knowledge. Interesting, Bi- bilingual uh smartphones. Thank you. Maybe there's a bilingual setting, but not that I'm aware of. That's fair. I don't know. Things things to consider for future technology. Make this common knowledge. I feel and like... And Siri, stop talking about who my wife is. She's listening to you again, man. I don't know. 
Now she's telling me I need to unlock my iPhone. She's taking over <laughs> the planet. Unlock your sanity. <laughs> That's so funny. We used to yell at our smart speakers and I'd be like, no, careful. They're going to come for us first. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't tell her to shut up. <laughs> she's going to come, come alive and say, you shut up. We don't have an issue because we no longer have the common ones. There's like two common ones that are in like every TV show and everything ever. Mm-hmm. And those just, oh, those are the worst if you try and watch TV with them in the room. It's so bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, I'm just going through my phone pictures here because I have like way too many pictures of my cat like usual. And recently uh, I wasn't, I was trying to work from home. So I'm on my computer typing and doing things. And then she got really mad at me because I wasn't paying enough attention to her. <laughs> and she usually sits and faces me when and like stares at me all the time because cats um do that. But she like sat on my bed, gave me an angry face and then turned away and then had like angry ears and was like pouting and not looking at me. <laughs> it was really funny. Isn't that funny how animals have like their own real personality that comes out? Yes. Like frequently. Yes. I love seeing uh, Sage's personality is great, but also she's a brat. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's okay. She just, you know, she knows because she gives you that look sometimes and she's like, I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) It's because you spoil her. Only a little bit. Yeah. She spoils me with cat snuggles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know if you can spoil an animal, but I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, last week we talked about the word of the year being goblin mode. Yes. Hats off to 2022. Um, do you know what uh, 2021's word of the year was from Oxford? Vax? Uh-huh. So I'm reading your phone, so I'm cheating. <laughs> As in vaccination? You just like thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's ironic, actually. That's funny. I was like, that's quite a word. Uh, 2020 was unprecedented. I hate that word. It was so badly overused during the pandemic. <laughs> Is it always related to like stuff going on in the world um, that time of the year? Yeah, I think it's supposed to kind of summarize what's happening in like a symbolic way. Gotcha. Uh, 2019. Or, yeah, 2019 was climate emergency. That's two words, Oxford. I thought a dictionary would understand All right, that. That's it. They're discredited. <laughs> Demonetized the dictionary. Uh, guess what 2018 was? It's also a Britney Spears song. <laughs> I would have gotten this even not looking at, but toxic. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Uh, 2017, I don't know what the hell this word is. Youthquake. Now you have to look up what it means. Yeah, actual. Is it like an abundance of children being burnt? Birthed? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, it's defined as a significant cultural, political, or social change arising from the actions or influence of young people. A youthquake. Hmm. Okay, so it's social movements. By young people. Apparently. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 2016 was post-truth. I don't know what that is either, so we're going to look it up. It's truth in the after. 
uh, is defined as relating or relating to or denoting circumstances in which objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion than appeals to emotion and personal belief. So everything that comes out of your mouth. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Then my favorite, you're never going to guess this one, word of the year 2015. Post-truth. Nope. 15. Word. Word. It's the word of the year. It's word. just the laughing emoji. What? That's not a word. <laughs> I was like, this is the most bizarre list ever. Did they start in 2015? I don't know. It says earlier words of the year. 2014 vape. 2013 selfie. Uh, yeah, it just kind of goes on from there. Interesting, actually. The latest they have is 2014. 2004, sorry, 2004. I, that sounds weird. Um, which is Chav. I don't know what that means. I'm not gonna look it up. Um, another, another fun thing to talk about. Another one. Another one is there's this little girl in L.A. County, and she wanted to have, oh. keep a unicorn in her backyard. It's just a plushie. So she wrote a letter to the Los Angeles County Animal Care and Control. And was like, hey, can I get your approval to have a unicorn in my backyard? Please send me a letter of response, this little girl, Madeline. And then um, <laughs> they, sent, and they sent her back a unicorn licensing um, checklist. It says the unicorn must be cared for in compliance with all animal caretaking <laughs> regulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's the unicorn is given regular access to sunlight, moonbeams, and rainbows. <laughs> I didn't read this part before, so this is fresh. Oh, that's um, great. The third criteria is that the unicorn is fed one of its favorite treats, watermelon, at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> and the unicorn's horn must be maintained in good health. This requires polishing at least once a month with a soft cloth. <laughs> And any sparkles or glitter used on the unicorn must be non-toxic and biodegradable to ensure the unicorn's good health. (laughs) I really want to meet the person that went through the effort of doing this. This is so funny. They're like, can I just, hey boss, can I spend four hours on my day coming up with a unicorn license? The the director of the LA County Animal Care and Control signed this. (laughs) By the way, <laughs> um, they also sent her a certificate for a unicorn license. Also signed by the director is pretty great. I love that. Okay, so we media is sensationalized in a way where we don't generally think of these things as stories. And I, this is my favorite story. I love when there's not doom and gloom, terrible times in the news. I'm like, yes, that's my article today. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually amazing i really wish i could see the parents reaction to this and they're like all right you're agreeing (laughs) to keep your unicorn you better give it watermelon today (laughs) this little girl in the store is like mom we need six watermelons how else and we're gonna keep the unicorn alive and up to code like (laughs) i don't know isn't there a picture of her stuffed animal unicorn too yeah somewhere in here um Does it say, was this part of a school project or did she just take this upon herself? I think she just decided to. That's 
literally great. And I don't know how the media got a hold of it, but that's amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty great. She, the unicorn has a collar on it now, or it's attached to its ribbon or something. But um, it says permanent unicorn license <laughs> from LA County. <laughs> it's like a serial number on it or something. That's amazing. It's like a big heart engraved thing. It's it's great. They they pulled out. They spent more than four hours. Like, <laughs> hey boss, can I spend the day coming up with the unicorn licensing system? I would be this employee that has zero shame to ask her, their boss to uh, be able to do something like that. That's genuinely amazing. I love it so much. Next like, thing you know, LA County is flooded with like license request emails or <laughs> letters and they're like, oh boy. <laughs> they're like, oh shoot. All right, this one's going to Samantha again. She did the last <laughs> unicorn license. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of jobs, um, last, last night I think it was, we were looking at you know, just like jobless things and stuff for funsies. Jobless things. Um, and you said, first of all, education <laughs> cracked me up. Yeah, your education. Education. <laughs> I could stop laughing. I had to like stop breathing, so it's <laughs> stop laughing. Um, you also said that you you were listing off some job skills. Do you want to tell tell the listeners what job skills we need you for don't- that job? You don't you don't read job descriptions for fun sometimes. Uh huh. The one job description that said you need to be a telepath. <laughs> yeah. You need to be telepathic. You need telepathic. Telepathic skills. Skills. <laughs> skills. You also You're need like, to be able to shoot minute. webs <laughs> from your elbows. Perfect. No. Elbow <laughs> Spider Man. Just kidding. It, what was the actual word? Telephonic, <laughs> yeah, telephonic skills. You're like ah, telepathic skills, and I like. I think it said communicate telephonically, and I said <laughs> telepathically or oh. something really quickly. Yeah, I think you did say that. That was so funny, though. I was cracking up. I was trying to telepath you words through my brain. Yeah, it was, it was interesting, but oh well. <laughs> um, I also asked you. I was like, hey, Cody, if I paid you $150,000 on Venmo, do you think the bank will stop it? <laughs> and then we couldn't stop laughing for like 10 minutes. <laughs> it was just funny because my response was, do you have $150,000? <laughs> the answer is a big fat no. Because <laughs> if you don't, they're probably going to stop you if they want their money. <laughs> my follow-up comment was, you see, I just thought you'd be $150,000 richer and then I would just file for bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> it was an impromptu loan from the bank. <laughs> that is not how finances work. I hate to break <laughs> it's it. It's a good you. thing that's not how finances don't, work. <laughs> don't become an accountant. Everyone this. would just have someone that would send another person like $2 billion and then just file for like bankruptcy and call it a day. Michaela is not a certified public accountant and no. does not play one on TV. I had to say that story because I like sounding dumb with numbers on the podcast. Uh, you're all good. It was it was funny. It was funny in the moment too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for this week. Had to make fun of ourselves a little bit. Yeah, you know, all in good fun. All in good fun. Goodness, fun. I'm having a repeat of last night. Um, and on that bombshell, we end. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.